Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Good morning. Whoo! I opted for the handheld so I could kind of hide behind it a little bit. Oh man, I was getting so rocked during worship. That was insane. Let's give another hand to the band. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, you guys. That was, that was really cool. Uh, thanks, Jesus. That was really cool. Hey, if this is your first time here, will you raise your hand? Awesome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. This is crazy. I mean, we just, uh, the Lord has just been providing incredibly for this church. Um, it's just been miraculous. We, we, we've never done this before. I mean, some of us have done this before, but I've never done this before. And um, it's just really cool to see God just bringing people together that are just hungry for, for more Jesus. And um, yeah, if you guys weren't here last week, Nicole preached on honor. We're doing a series on, on honor. And uh, man, Nicole, that was amazing. That was incredible. Wasn't it amazing? Um, Nicole's just really intelligent, great communicator. If you didn't hear it, listen to it. And not only is she like the best preacher that I know, but she also does it with a baby on front of her, which is like, if I, I, I have no idea how she does that. I would be like, I, well, yeah, maybe I'd get some more anointing if I were. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, Whew. we're gonna talk about honor again. I, um, I wasn't planning on talking about, about this, but um, yeah, I'm just growing more and more con- just under the conviction that God is doing incredible things. There is a revival right now in our midst, and um, it is amazing. In fact, I, wanna, I want Chris to come up here and share a testimony real fast of uh, something that happened when they were at uh, the hang- with the Jesus Club, right? Come on up here, Chris. So uh, we have friends with uh, other relationships and other churches in town, and uh, Newport Mesa Church, their youth pastor, decided to start a Jesus Club at Costa Mesa High School. We've started one in another high school in the area, but um, they've gathered about 30 kids on Thursday afternoons. They feed them pizza in a classroom, on the campus, and they talk about Jesus. And so he invited me to come. He wasn't able to be there on Thursday. And uh, it was amazing. In about 15, 17 minutes of lunch break, uh, Jesus invaded this classroom and touched many, many kids. Uh, Kids were getting healed of multiple conditions as they prayed for each other. And about seven plus children or kids, high schoolers and some middle schoolers that were there, stood in front of all their friends, all eyes open to surrender their lives to Jesus. It was incredible things. Uh, There was a girl that had, um, she was deaf in her left ear from birth. She had a hearing loss. She obviously didn't have total hearing loss because she had one of those hearing aids. It's a big tube that goes in her ear. She took her hearing aid out and she was able to repeat conversations out of that ear with her eyes closed, people behind her, which she could never do before. God's doing miracles in Orange County. God's doing miracles in high schools in Orange County. Come on. Yeah, give Jesus some praise. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, 
that's just one story, you guys. God's doing incredible things here in Orange County. And um, the Lord was speaking to me as we were in worship, and I was getting blasted by the presence of Jesus. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, the only thing that stops revival is relational issues. And disagreement is a relational issue. Um, all the things, like through the, hi- the history of the church, every great move of God has come to an end. And every time it's because of a relational issue. And um, people, it's people issues. And so the culture of honor that I'm gonna be talking about today is something that we are really intentional about. We're really intentional about the culture that, that we're creating and the way that we're, we're just creating this culture. And so I'm just like, and convicted more how important it is that we, we learn this, this culture of honor thing. But um, anyways, yeah. Man, I love you guys. So awesome to be here. Who, uh, who's excited about the Super Bowl today? There's like four people. Okay, that's cool. I guess all the people that are excited aren't here. They're already partying. They're like way into it already. Honestly, after the Packers lost, I kind of just, I was over. I kind of lost interest. The good thing, I mean, the only good thing about them losing was that I had to be here at church like a little extra late. And so by the time I, I got home and, and saw the score, I, I had already gone through like all stages of grieving. I saw like 27 to zero. I just went straight to acceptance. No denial, no bargaining. I was just like, it's done, okay. But yeah, anyways, Spencer and I were just pining together, mourning. We put on our black cheese heads and cried a little bit, but it's all okay. It's okay. Um, wow. So when we're talking about the culture of honor, um, it's really different than, than the way the world does things. And um, I want to talk a little bit about this thing that kind of has come up in the church where uh, somehow it's like hyper-spiritual to degrade yourself, and um, somehow it gives God more glory to, give, to push yourself down. And it's weird. It's really weird, and it's been around for a long time, a really long time. And uh, we've been intentional. I've heard Jesse talk about this before. He's just saying amazing things like, what if we couldn't tell where we ended and God began? What if we were actually living out our destiny and our identity so much that we manifested God naturally? I think that gives more glory to God, doesn't it? Does that sound a little bit better than, oh man, I'm the biggest loser. The only reason I'm okay is because of God. What if, what if like our son or our daughter, they were just like, I'm always a screw-up dad. You're amazing and I'm terrible. This is the only way that I, you know, can give you glory is by being less. I think that's really not giving glory to God. And I think that's a, a cultural mentality that we are intentionally trying to shift. We are sons and daughters of, of the God of the universe. We have a royal identity in him. We are a royal priesthood. And... Man, he, I think that, that gives him a little more honor, that gives him a little more glory than, than the opposite. Um, you know what's crazy? When you, when you look at the Gospels, it becomes really apparent that 
like I was reading, I thought it only happened like one time, but I, I was looking it up and it's like, it's a reoccurring theme that when you get around Jesus, it's natural to wanna be great. In fact, we look at the disciples and they're always arguing, I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. I'm gonna be greater than you, but watch me. And I think we've read that before. I've read it before and I was like, oh man, that is, wanting to be great is bad. But when you look at it, Jesus actually doesn't correct them. He doesn't correct them for wanting to be great. He actually gives them keys on how to be great. You were made for greatness. Come on. And when it comes to the context of community, we need each other to be great too. If we're gonna see God's kingdom fully manifest on this earth, we need to see each other succeed. We need to celebrate each other's victory. We need to call out the gold in each other. Whew. You guys wanna know the only thing that I, that I know of that limited Jesus? It wasn't demons. It wasn't Satan. It wasn't even storms or weather or geographical issues. The only thing that limited Jesus was dishonor. It's pretty heavy. Um, I'm gonna gonna read here out of Mark 6, 6 verse one here. Jesus left that part of the country and returned to his disciples with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed. (laughs) That's a scoff, in case you're wondering. (laughs) He's just a carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere, except in his hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them, except place his hands on a few sick people and heal them, which is still pretty good, I think. And he was amazed at their unbelief. This is the only thing that I, I've, when I'm reading the Bible that I've seen that limited Jesus. You guys, in a very real sense, Jesus was just a man. He, uh, he looked like a man and he smelt like a man. He walked and talked like a man. He had a history. He didn't just like appear as a 35-year-old like, here I am. He had a childhood. He had an infancy. He had an adolescence. Just like everyone else here. And he did some things that really offended people. <laughs> he really bothered a lot of people, actually. He may have even had like personality traits that kind of rub people the wrong way. But he was so much more than just a man. He was a son of God. And people, people missed it. People were, like, people were unable to see past the flesh, see past the humanness of him and see what God actually had put on the earth in the form of Jesus Christ. And it's crazy. 
we're looking at, we're in a group of people right now and we can look around this room and, and just see other people. When the reality is, is that the, the same spirit that raised God from the dead lives in every single one of these people around us right now. Oh man, and I just think about like what, what could have happened if, if the people in, that, in Nazareth had decided that they, they knew Jesus, but obviously they didn't know him and they honored what was on his life and the, the, the things that he was doing, how incredible they would have been impacted by him. And they missed, they missed that opportunity. And so some things that I'm gleaning from this is that when you, when you recognize the spirit of God in somebody around you, you actually pull on the anointing on, on their life. You set yourself up for an opportunity to receive from them. You set yourself up to be blessed, actually. So... I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. I have, I have friends around that I'm, I'm with a lot and it's really easy to become familiar and become um, just, hey, this is my buddy, we're just pals and to miss the opportunity to receive what God has on their life. Now, familiarity breeds content, but life flows from honor. I don't think I, I didn't coin that, so you know, you can't quote me, but I don't know who started that saying, but it's a good one. Um, wow. Yeah, sometimes God puts our breakthrough in the place or person we least expect. Sometimes the person that is, I, this has happened to me. This has happened to me like several times where like somebody was doing something in church or somewhere else that really rubbed me the wrong way. And um, I got, you know, you, you have a choice. You can, get, you can get like, I'm gonna just avoid being around this person. Like they're in a room and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go over here. That's cool, I just don't wanna be around this person. I'm gonna try to just kind of avoid them. Or you can talk about them behind their back or you can do all kinds of things that, that is just part of like normal in, in the world society to do. But if you choose to honor that person in the midst of offense or the midst of that, God is, there's an opportunity for you to receive from that person. There's an opportunity for you to, to really be impacted. Yeah. So I just want to talk, like I said, we're, we're, intent, we're intentionally creating a culture of honor here at Presence OC. We really, um, man, we really want to have that as the foundation of, of just this culture. And um, I'm just gonna talk a little bit. I mean, honor's kind of a funny word. Um, it's not something you use very often in like normal conversation. You're just like walking at work and you're like, hey, I, I honor you. No one says that. So I don't know. Uh, for us, and this is, this is just what I, I've, I'm feeling like from the Lord and I, this is, is just, what honor, what, as far as what honor looks like. Honor looks like preferring each other. Honor looks like raising other people up above ourselves. When, you, when Jesus corrected the disciples for in that situation where they're like, I'm gonna be the greatest. He didn't say, don't try to be great. He said, serve each other. Become like a child. Raise other people up. Be, go last, and then even in, in, I don't know whether it's, I don't know where it is in the Bible, but they say, don't go and take the high, the high seat at the table, take the low seat, and then you'll be advanced. 
Honor looks like preferring each other. And if we're in community and we're committed to this thing of Jesus being made known on the earth, we need to see each other living in our full potential. We wanna see everyone being advanced. Whether you're being advanced or not, you should be, we should be stoked if somebody else is getting advanced ahead of us. That is an opportunity for you to honor them and then even receive from what God is doing in their life at that time. Honor pulls on anointing and position. I talked about this a little bit already, but not only does honor, so when you see someone, God's moving powerfully through and they are anointed and you pull on that, not, not, doesn't have to, not I'm saying like you have to cling onto them and, and follow them around and be weird. I'm just saying when you open yourself up to an opportunity to, to receive from that anointing and you pull on what God has on them, it's crazy. So, Stuff will come out of them that you can't, you, they didn't even know where it came from. It's happened to me. People have been like, I mean, it's happening right now. People are like, you're a great preacher. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, honor pulls on anointing and position. When, you, when someone's been placed in a position of leadership or authority and we honor that person for the position that they're in, that's another opportunity for you to receive from them. That's another opportunity for them to be ad- advanced. That's, that is a culture of honor. I think it's very common in our culture to like, well, I wanna talk about this. There's this thing called the tall poppy syndrome. It's, uh, I, I think my friends in New Zealand, this like, they told me about this and uh, it's like a common word, but it's basically a, in a field of poppies, if one poppy grows higher, the rest pull it down so that they're all the same level. And I don't know if that's even really true, but it's a good visual. (laughs) I haven't looked into the science of it, but the idea holds true, right? It's really common in our society to just like, hey, we're all the same. If you're, nobody should be getting advanced. We're all the same here. If you're you're doing something amazing, well, tone it down a little bit. All right, we're all here too. Like, don't be such a glory hog. And it's totally not the Lord. It's totally not the Lord. When someone's, when someone's experiencing breakthrough in their lives, we should be celebrating them. We should be, come on, that is amazing. When our brothers and sisters are, are doing incredible things for the Lord, there's, there is that temptation to be like, oh, well, why not me? And instead of that, if we were to get around them and honor what God's doing in their life, I, I believe that you're gonna be totally um, lifted or just propelled or advanced in, in that area of your life. If you're, if, you're, if you're struggling in finances and you're seeing someone advanced financially, celebrate it. Celebrate it. It's gonna open up the opportunity for breakthrough in your life. You're seeing someone advanced in just their dreams. They're doing the things that they want to do. There's an opportunity for you to, to get depressed and be like, man, dreams never happen. Do you think that's going to help you with your dreams? Do you think that your dreams are going to become alive because you're getting depressed and, and, and upset and jealous of what the, that person's doing? I don't think so. I think that, man, if we were to celebrate people when they're advanced, celebrate people when they're doing things that we wanna do, you're doing what I wanna do? 
oh my gosh, that's amazing. Let me get around you. Let me, let me learn from you. Let me honor you. Let me honor you because of your, your position. Wow, you're being advanced in this position. I honor that. I want to get around that. Do you think that's going to open up the door for you to advance in the same area? I, I think it might. I just think, I think so. All right. A culture of honor isn't based on agreement. It's not. A culture of control says we have to agree for this environment to be safe. A culture of honor says, even though I disagree with you, I'm going to serve you because I love you. That's what allows things to continue. That's what allows movements to be sustained is a culture where we say, I love you, I disagree with you, but I honor Jesus inside of you. And that, I mean, honestly, that's, that's I feel like what has stopped so many things is disagreement or just getting fed up with each other, becoming familiar, and I just don't like this person anymore. And so I'm gonna take my crew, and we're gonna go over here, and you can go over there and do your thing. And if we really are intentional about this thing, I'm like, man, even, even if it's hard, even if I disagree, even if, like, he rubs me the wrong way or she rubs me the wrong way, I'm, I'm really intentional. I wanna be intentional about pursuing Christ inside that person, about honoring that person for Christ inside of them. I think that, that honestly, it's gonna, that is gonna change a culture. That is gonna change, I mean, that is so opposite of the world. The world is like, man, I hang out, I just, if you're, if you're, if you, I don't like, if you're not, you know, if you're not exactly who I fit into my perfect box of what I want as a colleague or a friend, I'm just gonna find somebody else. And I, I really feel like the Lord is just on this thing of like, man, I want them to be one as, as the Father and I are one. Come on. Hmm. Yeah. You guys, I, I'm, I'm just like really, uh, I'm just really stoked on this thing. This is, this is something that's really burned inside of me is like, man, when you're in, in a culture of honor and covenant, there's this, there's this sense that's no longer like me, mine. I, like I, I have to do these things. I have to, to get to these dreams. I have to do these. Like the Lord has a plan for me and the only one that can do it is me. What if the Lord has a plan for our community? What if the Lord has a plan for his people? And I really, I'm just like, man, so when we, when we see other people advance, it's like, oh my gosh, you're doing this amazing thing. I, I want you to be advanced above me because you're bringing the kingdom of God. Because you're bringing the kingdom. You're, you're advancing what God's doing on the earth. So yeah, I'm just like, yeah, man, honor looks like preference. Honor looks like, like a culture where we are so committed to each other that when you get what we want, we get excited. Um, phew. And it's, it's awesome. I, honestly, this somebody that does this incredibly is Jesse. He really does. I mean, he just gets excited when God does amazing things in other people's life. It's really cool. And, you know, I think it's okay to be like, man, I want that too. Like, that's okay. It's okay to be hungry for the Lord. It's okay to be hungry for more. 
But when you are like, they're taking my thing. That's, that's a poverty mentality. That's saying like, oh, God doesn't, there's not enough. If he, if he gives her something, then there's no more for me. This person gets a financial blessing, all the blessing's gone. Oh no. God, that was for me. Remember I prayed about that. And then you gave it to her. No. It's just pretty funny, I think. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what if, what if we really believe that God was abundant, that he had a limitless supply? More than enough, yeah. Whew. Well, you guys, I don't really believe there's such a thing as a, a bad short message. <clears throat> So, I mean, I, we might do ministry time and, and stuff like that, but these are, that's, those are some of the things I really wanted to hit on. But, um, I, I, I mean, that's just me. I also have run out of things to say. <laughs> you guys, let's stand up here. Now put your hand on your heart. Jesus, we just love you. We honor you. We honor your presence here. You're amazing. Yeah, Lord, just close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. And I, right now, I just want to go to Jesus. Just go to Jesus in your mind or... Yeah, and I think right now there's an opportunity for us to um, to forgive people that we've been offended at, or people that we felt dishonored from. And right now, I just just as you're as you're looking at Jesus, ask him, ask him who those people are. I pray that just yeah, Lord, I just pray that you would bring to people's mind, bring to our minds who who we can make right with, who who that we can. Um, just can forgive right now and make amends with. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. And yeah, in your heart right now, just just forgive them. Let that let it let that go. Whatever that is. Just say, Jesus, I forgive. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I just feel like the Lord right now, he's just, there's just an opportunity for us to actually um, make amends with those people. Like, you know, right after service, I just feel like there's, there's an opportunity. There's actually anointing for, for just reconciliation right now. You guys, God has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. He's not forgotten about your dreams. He hasn't forgotten about your problems. Yeah, I just thank you, Jesus. We just release your kingdom and your presence right now. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing in our community. We honor the people that are being advanced. Lord, we honor just what you're doing right now amongst us. And Lord, we just want more. We want more for the people that are experiencing what we want, and we want it too. 
Yeah, Lord, we just, we just pray for more. We just release more right now in Jesus' name. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.